let's turn now to a worrying development as the world faces rapid increases in the cost of living. There's an increase in the number of children being forced into commercial sexual exploitation or other harmful forms of work. The research has been carried out by the International Labour Organization and according to its estimate, around 1.7 million children are involved in the practices. The ILO's Director General said the situation was getting worse and that it was often down to the ways families felt they had to respond to global inflation. In some families, it really has made the difference between um, having one meal a day or not. And therefore, the temptation of bringing the young girl, for example, to the street or, or try to in, in, uh, entice them to, to go for the, uh, for the sex work um, increases and therefore increase the risk of, 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 of sexual abuse, sexual exploitation, and therefore uh, the worst form of child, uh, child labor. Well, that's the ILO speaking there. Let's try and put this context into context now. Commercial sexual exploitation is a murky issue with many countries having no publicly available database for the illegal activity. Kenya is one such nation. It's been identified by the US State Department as both a source and a transit country and a destination for the crime. One recent study estimated that more than 2,400 children between the ages of 13 and 17 were currently subject to sexual exploitation in two regions bordering the port city of Mombasa. All this week on BBC News, we're bringing you a special series on the impact of the cost of living crisis on children around the world. And our first report this week comes from my colleague, State Department correspondent Barbara Plett Usher, a warning that you may find some of the details in her report distressing. In Mombasa, life is hard for those on the margins. But tough economic times are making it even harder forcing some parents to take painful decisions. This mother washes clothes a few times a week to support her three children. She doesn't want us to use her name. The money for school fees quickly runs out. There's barely enough for food. So her daughter has to find work. She's started selling her body. She's 14 years old. As a parent, it's not easy to tell a child to do something like that. I would like her to go to school like other children. But because I don't have any means, she's forced to do that job. My heart is broken and I don't want it to continue. She's not the only one. We've spoken with a woman who runs a brothel. She told us she's been getting more and more young girls. At this shelter, a rare moment of joy, celebrating a birthday party. These children were abused, abandoned or trafficked, some forced into the sex trade. Rescue centers are struggling to meet the growing needs. Everyone wants to survive. They've been giving away their children for exchange of money. And has it always been that way or is it more so now? Now it's more so because there is no money. There is no money, there is no job. We are tired. That's the chant at protests against rising prices and higher taxes. There's anger and frustration across the country. 
It's the poorest Kenyans who've been hit the hardest. And in Mombasa, they can tap into a thriving business. Mombasa has long been a well-known hub for child sex tourism. But COVID and the increasingly harsh cost of living have helped push the sex trade online and further underground, drawing even more children into the industry. Kenyan police are fighting back against the dark trade in child sex. They track down suspects using cyber tips from a database in the United States. Then search phones and computer drives for explicit material about children. Up against an economy of depravity that feeds on desperation. Muticia Moeni is in charge of the unit. She says there's no data on whether the recent cost of living crisis has driven more children into the sex trade. But her team has begun monitoring it. Of course, of course, it is a, a major contributor into child sex trafficking. So we would say that uh, poverty, we would say that uh, uh, unemployment, uh, there are so many children that are dropping off, uh, out of school and then uh, you find that uh, they, they, they get into this, especially in the coastal region. One girl who hasn't escaped the streets told me about the despair that shapes her young life. We're using her words, but not her voice. I am afraid because I know that when you're sleeping with a man, you can get HIV or become pregnant. Sometimes I feel so hungry, and when I look at other children, they don't suffer. Sometimes I think that I have no reason to live. Barbara Platt-Usher, BBC News, Mombasa.